T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. the Garoppolo segment. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All righty. Let's bring in Cam Inman. He's our 95.7 The Game 49er insider, also Bay Area News Group. Um, what's up, Cam? Yesterday we were we were uh, a little worried about McCaffrey. I guess some things have changed down there. What's uh, what's uh, Who practiced, who didn't? They are currently practicing in a very rare rainstorm on their field, and okay. Christian McCaffrey is one of them, and he's looking fine. He was, um, it was interesting because we went out there about 45 minutes ago, and as the team was stretching and getting warmed up, he was on the side loosening up, which usually indicates that he might just work out on the side for the day, but then as team drills started and running back drills started, he was right in the thick of everything, so that's a really good sign, but... The bad sign is I did not see number 19 out there, which would be the wide back, Debo Samuel. And, and Cam, just to follow up on that, El Debo was was limited yesterday with, with the quad. So that, yeah. so him not practicing, if, if that is, in fact, how it turns out, that would, right. that would be deemed to be a, a turn in the wrong direction, correct? I would assume so. I mean, they listed him yesterday as limited. Um, we were out on the field, and he was there. Coming off, it was in between their uh, walkthrough and their regular session, and he and McCaffrey were both out there for the walkthrough, and then they both exited the field yesterday. Today, we don't see him at all. Um, but again, that was just the first 30 minutes of media access, so sure. he could come out later, but I don't know why they would if it's if it's cold, raining, and he's got a quad injury um, that maybe he needs treatment on. So um, it's Debo, and you just never know whether he's, I, I, you know, he's he's a guy that's played hurt a lot in, a, in these last couple of years, um, especially with the stakes high. But, you know, maybe they're just taking a cautious with him because of the field conditions. I don't know. Cam Inman joining us on 95.7 The Game. He's our Odyssey 49er uh, insider. Yeah, uh, J.D. and I spent a good portion of the show talking about, all right, if they don't have Mitchell or McCaffrey, and then we were thinking, well, maybe Debo gets more carries than normal like they used in last year. Now we're going to have to recalibrate. Yeah. But uh, in, in any event, let's just say Mitchell and, and Debo Samuel don't play. Right. Um, wh- where, do those, where do those touches go? Well, it's kind of funny. I, I look at this kind of as a spice rack, and you got to figure out what the right recipe is you want. And you know, if McCaffrey's your your main ingredient that you need, then you can go to him. Apparently, if he's healthy as he looks, and then it's kind of like, well, do you need a dash of some Jordan Mason? Do you, do you give Ty Davis Price some carries for the first time, basically since the home opener? 
My guess, Matt, is that it would be it, they would probably go with Jordan Mason as the number two. I mean, they could go Tevin Coleman. Um, he came through for him off the practice squad when they're in Carolina and uh, scored two touchdowns. He's got the veteran experience, so you could do that if you're not totally comfortable um, with with Mason, which probably would be the case if you didn't have uh, McCaffrey up. But it looks like McCaffrey will be up, um, and then it'll be just sorted out through those guys. It's just kind of. To me, like one of the side parts of this whole backfield discussion is we're starting to see what Jordan Mason can be, and we saw it in training camp that here's this undrafted kid who's really like he's he's, he's quick, but he's he's kind of built pretty well. And um, and Ty Davis Price, the third round pick, just hasn't really advanced too much. And part of it was he had a high ankle sprain in the home opener, um, but then he just you know he's been inactive I think seven games and. Um, he said he's just been learning learning how to be a pro and learning the ropes. We talked to him yesterday at his locker, but I didn't get a sense that he would be a guy that's ready to step into a bigger role. Cam, how do you view this matchup, 49ers and Dolphins, as far as just being a, a test for the Niners and, and all the storylines li- story with Mike McDaniel coming back and, and obviously some of the comments both ways about players that are no longer with the Niners and now with the Dolphins? Uh, just w- what do you think of this one? This is a juicy one. Oh, I think it's fascinating in terms of it's um – you know, a couple times a year during the NFL season, you get this high-powered offense against the number one defense, right? And I, I think the defense is playing so well right now and is pretty well at full strength, especially if they get Armstead back this week. And D'Amico knows what Mike McDaniel likes to do. As much as everybody will say McDaniel knows the Niners' tendencies, he knows all the personnel. Well, D'Amico does. Uh, he knows how um, – uh, the, the system, obviously, these guys have faced it in practice for years, so they're going to be prepared for it. And I'm sure um, the biggest issue is how is the Niner defense going to be able to stop Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle's speed? And maybe a wet field can slow them down a little bit and ruin some of their cuts or whatever. But uh, to me, that's really the more fascinating than the whole sideshow of um, McDaniel's return and Mostert and, and Jeff Wilson Jr. You know, I mean, those they were great 49ers, all of them, and they all like use this as a stepping stone onto a, like their next um, their next level of their career, their next fortunes. Um, so I don't think anything anybody has anything bad or ill will against any of those guys, and um, I don't think the Niners will be emotional about it at all. I mean, the, the Miami guys might. Um, just coming back here, might be more fired up. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what kind of reception the home crowd gives them, especially Mostert. I mean, the guy, you know, ran for 220 and four touchdowns in an NFC championship game. He, that's that's big part of this franchise's lore forever, and he can come back forever and be celebrated for that. Um, so I wonder how people look at him. The fact that he left in free agency, the Niners didn't give him a big deal. I don't think anybody will hold that against him. Um, and then Wilson was just—he was such a great pro for all his years here, and really beloved. And then it just it didn't work out for him being, you know, a number three running back behind McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. And people can second guess it, but Mitchell is coming back healthy. And Jeff Wilson Jr. have been number three and would have been relegated to special teams duties. Cam Inman joining us on 95-7 The Game. Cam, does it does anything like this come into play if, if you're Kyle Shanahan or, or his coaching staff? Let's say McCaffrey and Debo are, are, are both kind of banged up. And you look at the schedule, and you don't like to say this, but this is kind of the one game the 49ers could afford to lose because it's an AFC team. Does that go into their thinking at all in terms of 
maybe availability for a McCaffrey or a Debo Samuel? Yeah, it's a really good question because, like you said, that if it comes down to playoff tiebreakers, a conference a conference win doesn't mean as much. But I mean, go back to last year, and they, they were they're playing in Cincinnati and Tennessee uh, this time of year, and you know they really wanted to win those games. Um, losing in Tennessee didn't cripple their playoff hopes at all. Um, I think you just kind of you got to see how the player feels and just kind of gauge it that way. You know these guys. Um, they know their bodies. They're not new to the NFL. So I think that helps matters. Um, then you just look at the rest of the depth chart and what your game plan will be. Um, so the the answer to the question, I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it should be a fun game. A little bit different this weekend at uh, Levi Stadium. So we'll catch up with you next week, Cam. Another home game. The the three-game homestand. We're, we're almost halfway through it. That's true. That's true. Yeah. All right. And you know what? The Dolphins are going on a three-game road trip. This is the number one of three for them. Who do they have after this? You know what? I think they have the char- Do they have the Chargers? Yeah, so they'll they probably stay LA. out west. You would think so, but I don't know if uh, Stephen Ross has money to, money to burn like that anymore. Maybe he does. I don't know. It's a conversation for another time. All right, buddy. Hey, All right Cam. Good talking to you, buddy. Good hey, guy. Bye-bye. Cam Edmund, 95.7 The Game, Odyssey Inside. I thought you were going to give him a night night there. No. No. Uh, interesting, Debo Samuel um, not practicing, and uh, Christian McCaffrey, I guess, went out onto the field. They're practicing in the rain. Yeah, they'd have to, and obviously that could be a factor on Sunday. Chargers, by the way, at uh, or the Dolphins at the Chargers, and then they play Buffalo. So probably they, yeah, they'll go home and then go up to Buffalo for the third one. Okay, he was uh, Jordan Mason. Um, he had one carry before the last two weeks. He got four and five respectively. That's a step. It's a Definitely. small step. Definitely, you know, he keep and and, and <laughs> you're right. I mean, this is the way Kyle Shanahan kind of does it. He really spoon feeds his young players like little Gerber's uh, spoonfuls <laughs> at a time. You know, um, you know, I, I just find it interesting that. You know, Trey Sermon and Mitchell. Sermon was a higher draft pick. He didn't work out. Mitchell's good. And is the same thing happening with uh, TDP and Jordan Mason? Possibly. And and that's the, you know, do you have to quit draft the guys in the third round? I mean, and I and not if you believe that they're talented, but I don't know where you stand on that. It, the Just the notion of, well, if you're finding players later that are undrafted or later in the draft, and those players are good enough to play at a third round or higher level, then does that make it, you know, does that, is that offset or yes. is it, because I think a lot of fans look at it as, well, damn it, you need to find those guys that are undrafted and use your third round pick on somebody that can help you. I don't, I, no, I think you take the draft, especially in the NFL in its totality. So if, if you come out of it, let's say you have one pick around, that's seven, seven rounds. If mm-hmm. you, if you end up with with five players who who play for you in some capacity, that's a pretty good draft, isn't it? Five of seven. Yeah, well, that's, Niners, that's a great draft. Niners have been five of seven would be a great draft. They've had some that were like two, and they've had some that were right and that five. But I mean, like, it, and I always bring this example up. It's like. The Warriors drafted Ike Diagu with the ninth pick, and then they got Monte Ellis with the fortieth pick. So, to me, it's yeah, you know, it's it's kind of a wash. You just flip flop. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a it's 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 kind of a wash as far as I'm okay. concerned. Um, 
We're talking about the San Francisco 49ers. Miami Dolphins uh, in here on Sunday at Levi Stadium. Looks like it rains in the forecast. And, hey, last time the 49ers played in rain, Trey Lance was a quarterback, right? Yeah, there, there, was, was, there was no rain in Denver, was there? No, rain there was no. There, no, it ended up being a beautiful night in Denver. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You were at that that's game, That's one of the you? games I covered. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. But if you... Uh, if you look at the Dolphins and the San Francisco 49ers, uh, it's one of the best games of the uh, one of the best games of the weekend, no doubt about it. I, I thought that had flex potential, hmm. but the Cowboys are the Cowboys. They kept Cowboys Colts. I feel like the uh, Dolphins hmm. have to string together a couple more years before they get back to. I don't know. They they. I mean, are, I'm not uh, saying they're not flashy good. offense with a lot of big names on that side of the ball. And the and the Niners are a, a big ratings team, but nobody's bigger than the Cowboys. Five one zero saying there was carried it. There was rain in Mexico City. Oh, there was. That's true. Yes, there was. Thank you, five one zero. Good call. Uh, thank you, five one zero. Right at kickoff. Right Appreciate at, it. Right at kickoff, there was rain. Um, where are you right now on uh, Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> it's funny I mean, he, well, he didn't play as well against the Saints. Clearly, right, but. Like, how could you not have anticipated that maybe he wouldn't play as well against the Saints? Like, it's not... It, I, we do this all the time. It drives me nuts. He strings a few games together, and, and, and we like we, we start to, I think, praise him at a level that, that maybe isn't warranted. Like, he deserves credit for being a competent, capable quarterback. But anytime he strings some good games together and the 49ers win, I feel like we naturally go down the path of... What? Well, he's... He's really damn good. Like he's good. Is he top ten? Can you? Is he getting better? Is he in the mix? With, I feel like we, we, you know, do you need to re-sign him next year? Now, like, I feel like we we deal in extremes. And and when the reality is, he probably was due to have a bad game. He's probably due to throw a pick, which he had the one wiped away by the penalty, and or not play as well as he had because. It is inconsistent. Like, he doesn't stink, no. but he also wasn't going to go the rest of the season and throw 15 touchdown passes and one interception either. So, like, like pump the brakes both ways, well, this I guess, is, is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, and this is one of those, this is also one of those things. He's solid, he's capable, he's good. But to me, this is, this is, this is a... But it also wasn't, he stunk Sunday and the defense saved their ass and they won despite him. Like, it wasn't that either. He didn't turn it over. He hasn't turned it over in a month, I don't think. Interception or fumble. So he's, he's probably due. due. Of course he's due. You know, he's not a perfect quarterback. Sure. I'm but, not saying he is. Listen, I said Jimmy, this earlier in the week. Jimmy. How do you How do you get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo? Especially, and we, I was having this one with Goo. I'm like, let's say the 49ers go and they get again to the NFC Championship. Man. And lose. Lose in Philly. Yeah. 24-21. It doesn't even matter. But I think losing in Philly was different. Like losing in Philly's different to than maybe a first round exit to or, the Giants. Or, or somebody else beats Philly and you're playing a home game in the champion. Like like the, the Niners have the the possibility. Like a, there's a strong possibility that the Niners could end up hosting the NFC championship game if they're the third seed. Especially given how people view the Vikings. Like who's to say somebody doesn't take both of those teams out, or the Niners take out the Vikings, and then somebody takes out the the Eagles, and the Niners are hosting. Whether it's against Dallas or somebody else, so they, they I think that's very much possible. It, it is, 
It absolutely is. Let's go to West Oakland. West Oakland, Sam. What's up, West hey, Oakland, guys, Sam? How you guys doing this afternoon in this beautiful rain, man? Doing well. Hey. Thank you. Hey, um, it's a little off topic, but I just wanted to get your guys' opinion on the, the modern-day um, NFL player because, man, this guy, Mike McDaniel, is really interesting to me. It's like I watch a lot of YouTube clips, and he's just – he could be an NFL coach or he could be on an episode of The Office. And it's just like <laughs> – do you guys think that the modern-day NFL player can, can like, cater more to this type of head coach more than, like, the rah-rah, you know, the bite your kneecaps, you know what I mean? Like, it's just really interesting to see them, to see how much the Dolphins have changed. And do you think it's the energy that Mike McDaniel brings, uh, just being this nerdy, quirky guy versus a, a Jim Harbaugh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I yeah, I think, I think, I mean, I actually, I mean, there's room for anybody. Mm-hmm. There's room for, you know, Jim Harbaugh was rah-rah, but he, he was a good, I mean, he was a good strategist. Absolutely. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. I think, you, you know, you got to have it all to be a great coach, but clearly Shanahan's not a rah-rah guy. No. Um, his his defensive coordinators have been, but. Uh, I think he's respected, though, for, for preparedness. And and creativity. I, I get the sense that he he and having his players back. Like I do think that's. I do think. Why do I feel like he's more detached from the players than let's say the average coach? I don't know that that's necessarily true. Okay, I'm just I'm just throwing that out. Yeah, out there. and I and I just I think a guy like McDaniel. Sim, I, I think there's a a genuineness to. No him. doubt, like he really does care about his players and their journey, and he also is incredibly intelligent. Which there's a trust that he's going to put those guys in the best position to be able to succeed. That I think, I think guys vibe with. Like right. I just think yeah. I, it is different than it used to be, but I think that's just the evolution of that's the evolution of the players. I think it's the evolution of just different generations being more receptive to different personality types and different backgrounds and different things like that. I think it's it, it all makes it work. Right, right. Uh, you know what? I, I kind of just put this together from the 408. JD's, at, JD's on point with the Jimmy take. Everything hot and cold. You know what? That is, that's kind of what's just hitting me. Is you're right. It's either, <laughs> it's either... He's great or he stinks. And the reality is he's neither. Right. He's average. Like, he's average. Like that if there's one thing. Welcome to my pew in the church. If there's but but like a lot of people have been there. He's about, about the fifteenth best quarter, about the twelfth best quarterback. But he wins at a level much higher. No doubt. And that's Absolutely. the difference. Absolutely. And, and, and how do you quantify that? Because he doesn't win like the fifteenth best. He wins like maybe the sixth or the seventh best. Oh, you mean percentage? Yeah, just okay, win. Yeah, like yeah, his yeah. teams win. Right. Like, and and again, you can say that doesn't matter, but it does matter. Like, it, that well, does matter. I guess. I guess my question is not my question. Like but another quarterback that that does it the way he does it historically in the NFL does is is you know pick pick a number if he's forty and twenty. I just if he's forty and twenty, another quarterback playing sixty games would be. 28 and 32. Right. With no playoff wins. And you'd think that guy stinks. And maybe he does. But that's where Garoppolo is different. But what, what I'm And is that Garoppolo at- in Shanahan? Is it Garoppolo in the defense? Don't know. But what we do know is Shanahan hadn't been able to win with anybody other than him. That's true. But 
the thing that I'm thinking with Jimmy Garoppolo is he's at, like he's shown us exactly who he is. Like he's actually been ridiculously consistent. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say, oh, he's consistently inconsistent. No, he's not. He's like, to me, he is, you know exactly what you're getting with Garoppolo. So the fact that some people think he's either on one end or the other end of the spectrum, to me, shows it has there has to be a, a personal thing here. Because he doesn't stink. He, he doesn't stink. We know that. And he ain't Dan Marino or Peyton Manning either. All right. So what do you do with him? What do you do with him if they get to the NFC Championship game again and lose? You're going to get rid of a quarterback, J.D., with a 6-3 and three postseason record? Who's taking you to the NFC Championship game three or four years? Well, it, again, there has to be a mutual desire to continue. Like it's not only the 49er. It, you know, he's not under contract. I mean, and and look, I think the way that this year played out would lead me to believe that that he would be more willing to at least listen to the 49ers. He listened to them this year, and no, he didn't have any options this year. Would he listen to him as a backup again? Probably not. Right. Not if he can start elsewhere. But maybe they, maybe they have to flip it. Maybe they have to say, like, there's, there's no way you could say to Jimmy Garoppolo after getting to an NFC Championship game again, hey, yeah, come back. We'll pay you kind of what we did this year, right. and you can be the backup again, or you can compete. No, it, it would be his job, and if it, like, I, I mean, I Again, I don't want to speak for Garoppolo, but if I'm Garoppolo, it'd be like, hey, it's my job. Right. And, you know, if that's in a year you want to trade me or what? Because that's the other thing. Like, he's going to want more than a one-year deal, too. And then and then can you trade him? And then how do you move? You know, you'd almost have to be in that moment making the decision that you're moving on. Like, if you make the decision to keep Garoppolo and he's willing to do it, at that point you would have to move off of Lance, I feel like, too. Because you would be recommitting to Jimmy for the next Let's say sure. three years. I, I don't, and I don't. And are you really? There's no to way. Do that? There's no way. Here's here's the one thing I do not think is going to happen is Trey Lance starts Week One next year, and Jimmy Garoppolo is not the backup. Like I I I, I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, he and he won't either. But but what I'm yeah, saying, you're not going to come no, back and be the backup. But you're not. I'm saying you're not rolling out Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's not going to be the no, backup. No, you can't. Exactly. No, you need so you a better got, backup than that. Exactly. If Garoppolo's elsewhere. Exactly. That's or, th- that's what I'm saying. Or you go get a better starter. Well, that may be on the table too. Because I think that I think that's coming back, and I know I've said that a few times when we've been on lately. But I I think the Aaron Rodgers stuff is coming back, and I think the Tom Brady stuff is coming back. All right, let me ask you: Would you want either of those guys? I would not want Aaron Rodgers. Really? No. See, I wouldn't want Brady. I, I would not want Rodgers. I I would. You don't think this locker room can handle him? What do you mean? Why well, assume? Why don't you want him? I personality I just, or yeah, play both. And I know he's injured now, but but like there's just there's there's a you want to talk about a guy that's won it that has can't win it because he's because of intangibles vibes. It's Aaron Rodgers, maybe greater than anybody of all time. Like he might be the. He might be the biggest loser of a winner in the history of professional sports. Like, and all you need to do is look at all the other years. Like, where it's something weird, it's never his fault, always a defense. So what are you saying? He's the worst champion 
I think he is. And in but a Dwight way, Howard's yeah. up there. Didn't he get a ring with the Lakers? Well, that's different. I mean, I, I mean he's I mean, like he's oh, like the mean, worst multi MVP. So you're saying okay. he's just the, I, yeah. I mean, I I don't even. What about like a guy like Westbrook? I feel like you're trying to paint me into a corner with the Rodgers thing because you know you know I've never been a fan of him. But no, I'm just it. It just I I, I wouldn't want him because I think he is kind of a losing player now. Like I think at this stage at this stage I don't think he's so talented that it offsets everything else that you're getting with Rodgers. That's fair. And th- th- that's the best to leave it at that and not get in the grandiose of what he is in his career. See, this is uh, I'll set that aside. This is what I made six five oh guys. He's 40 and 19 as a starter. That's equal to Joe Montana. Hello. Right, but he's not Joe Montana. He's not Steve Young. Because Joe Montana would probably be 45 and 14 with this team, you would figure. Yeah, and actually, yeah, and like he had a, it was, he, it was Steve Young had a better record than Joe. Right. Right. And then, and then Jimmy had tied Steve Young. (laughs) They had the same record through 59 games. How about this one? Well, you know what? I'm going to take a break and then I may read. I could. I may read one of the greatest texts that I've seen in a long, long time on the other side. Hey, uh, it's all going to be sponsored by Bed Bath & Beyond. Mm-hmm. I don't know the facts. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Steiny and JD with you. Damon and Ratto. Coming up at 3. They got Steve Kerr. Mm-hmm. 5 o'clock. Steve Kerr. Big time. Got the Warriors humming. 8 of their last 12. Oh, you're doesn't going even, back that far. Doesn't even sound like anything when you compare it to the dynasty. Hey, you want to have some fun? Sure. I just got an email from uh, Vegas. They've got the updated championship odds. Oh, hey. All right. So here's what we're going to do, J.D. I didn't get that email. Can you give me... For the NBA? NBA. 12-1. Okay. December 1st. Okay. Give me the top 10 favorites. What? 10? What's wrong with that? Okay, oh. five. Yeah, yeah, five. Five's better. Okay. But I think that's going to be easier. Uh, top okay. five. All right, fine. All right, fine. We'll play no, your no, way. No, no, no. You, you got to do it your way. I get it. You got to play in your home field. You're not a good neutral or away game. Uh, top five to 10 NBA champion odds. Uh, Boston. I'm going to go Boston one. Correct. I'm going to go. I'll say Phoenix two. It's probably Milwaukee. Phoenix four. Okay. Uh, I'll go Warriors three. So are you saying Milwaukee two? Yeah, I'll go Milwaukee, Warriors, and Philly as my top five. Ooh. Celtics, Bucks, Warriors. Okay. In other words, they're the favorite in the West. Okay. Uh, Phoenix. Okay, four. And then Clippers. Oh, the Cl- the Clippers are five. Yeah. Okay. So I got four of the five. Nets, Cavaliers, Nuggets, Grizzlies, Sixers, ten. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think it's uh wow. So the Warriors are the essentially the favorites in the West. Well, if everything's Man. if everything's basically even, and and really. Like how could it not be? Well, and I know and I know tell the Suns are a couple I, games better, and I know Denver's a couple games better. But if it's all if it's because the Warriors aren't as good as last year, that's why. Okay, and the Suns probably aren't either. Denver might be better. I think they right. probably are better because they would have Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray. 
by the way, 925, thank you so much. I lead the league in forgotten teases. He says, Steiny, read that text you were talking about. Okay. Yeah. If you want to jump on uh, YouTube, go ahead. It says, Steiny and JD. This is from our, our guy Carlos in Concord. It says, Steiny and JD look like they about to do some holiday home burglaries. Oh, God. JD and a... I look, yeah, now I'm looking at us on YouTube and we are just... I can see that. Absolutely like, in black. And, well, I guess, and you have a black I the, beanie I got the on, beanie too. Going. Yeah, I just threw the beanie on and kept yeah. it on. Yeah. We're going somewhere, but I don't think it's going to be uh, there. Uh, let's go to Austin in Redwood City. Hey, Austin, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, man. Thanks for taking my call. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm going to see if I can get this all out, man. Um, what do you, I know everybody wants to move on from Jimmy, right, and go to Trey Lance. Not necessarily. How do we know if he's going to come back? I mean, before the injury, Trey Lance was trash. And then how do we know if he's going to even be even more trash when you come back from this injury? <laughs> so with that being said, before we get into trading Jimmy, let's trade. If we do trade Jimmy, let's trade Trey Lance for Jordan Love. Jordan Love got MVP candidate written all over him once Aaron Rodgers get over his head and hang up the cleats. Yeah, Packers aren't doing that. We thought think about that. All right, I don't think the Packers do that. Yeah, they're not giving up Jordan Love. In not fact, for if anything, unknown. they're excited about Jordan Love. Yeah, that, they may be more apt to move off of Rodgers because of Jordan Love. And that, yeah, I was thinking about this. By the way, this is Jordan Love's third year. That sounds right. And as he was the year before Trey Lance, right? And so, if this is Jordan Love's third year, it just got to me. It, I was thinking, well, what, like, what if it, what if it took, like, if if you knew right now, Trey Lance was going to look like Jordan Love did again. I know against Philly, but it was going to take until the end of next year. But then you knew you had action the following year. You'd love to have a quarterback that's going to be that good. Like, wouldn't you try to wait or wouldn't you try to bridge the gap as opposed to trying to force him in? Because like, Jordan Love did not, and when he got opportunities earlier in his career, and he never really looked great, but you trust that he's getting better behind the scenes to a point where eventually you'd want to move on. What's your question? Like, if if Trey, if it right. took Trey Lance three years... That's fine. To, but without playing, is what I'm saying, because oh. Jordan Love hasn't played. Oh, I got what you're saying. I thought you meant next year, with yeah. the 49ers... Like, I think the 49ers like if, are willing to start Trey Lance, even though he's not as good as Jimmy Garoppolo in week one... With the hope he'll be better than Jimmy Garoppolo in Week Seven. And you know what? I don't know what year that is. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm out on that now. Like they they were going to do that this year, right? And I've seen enough to where I'm not comfortable with that next year. <laughs> what? Well, why? Because he because he wasn't as good as advertised in my mind. You think he can? I know, I'm and, just going to play devil's advocate here. Well, I'm, I'm I mean, how many in the times minority. Did he play? I mean, see, to me, there's one reason why You're this. Say the Bears game, like I. I no, no, no. I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm just might. saying, what I'm saying is, the only way they got away with what they did is because clearly the veterans knew what Shanahan's plan was, and they said, okay, yeah, we'll give Trey, we'll give Trey a shot as long as you know, or as long as you won't get us too far behind the eight ball. When we got, you know what I mean? Like, well, like to me, there's no doubt that happened. Well, none. What I what I believe, just specifically, is Trey Lance. Like, I don't trust Trey Lance enough going into next year to say he's just going to play. 
and you're hoping he's this by the end of the year because now he's coming off a major injury. Now, it, you know, to, to me, you got you got to protect yourself from that. Like that's not like I was okay with that plan this year. Like, hey, he might not be better than Jimmy Week One, but he will be by the end of the year, and that's what you're hoping, and that's why you're doing it. I'm not. I, I'm not rolling that. See next year, and I, I and that's fair enough. Whether that's Garoppolo t- or somebody else, that's the be- that's the like if they if the Niners say hey, Trey Lance is going to be the starter, Jimmy's elsewhere. Right. Like I understand that decision, of course. But you better have a capable backup quarterback that you can go to if Trey Lance falters or isn't healthy enough to perform. Right. Like so. But, so like it's all tied together now, Steiny. I understand that. Let me, let, let me go I'm back. Not coming down your road. Let me go back to the original, and and that is Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch calling in the veterans and saying, hey, "We got a chance to re-sign Jimmy, and he can come in as a backup." They, again, I have no doubt Kyle Shanahan says we're going to start the season with Trey Lance, but I'm giving you my word, we ain't going to fall too far behind. If we do, I'll go. You know, if we we start out one and three, I'll go to Jimmy. Like, I, I firmly believe that. that. That won't be an option, you're right, next year, because Jimmy's not going to come back under the same circumstances you, you wouldn't think. So, what you're acknowledging then, in a way, is you're going you're gonna to go into next year with Trey Lance as the starter, and, and the bottom line is your, your backup's going to be worse than Jimmy Garoppolo. And Trey Lance isn't as good as Garoppolo now. So, really, next year... Your quarterback situation got worse at starter and at backup. You know what I mean? Because Trey Lance still isn't, right now at least, he's not better than Garoppolo. Right. Well, that's where it's tricky. I I, I mean, and and that's where, because I I find it far-fetched. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I find it far-fetched to believe that coming off of the major injury, now Trey Lance is almost going to make two jumps. He's going to make the jump back to where he was at at the beginning yeah. of last year and then another jump right. to actually be good because that because both of well, those things are equal, would have to be true. And let's and right? let's, let's make a scary comparison. It would be like when Wiseman came back this year. Mm. You thought he would have been a, at least a step above where he was his rookie year, right? For sure. And he really, really wasn't. Right. I mean, he looked like he was for a couple of games, but then it was apparent that he wasn't. Right. And and a lot of the same issues that he had the first year were the, were still there. So that's that's the part that sucks about Trey not getting to play at least ten right. games no this doubt. year. Absolutely. You know, he didn't play. He didn't play at all. He played one game where he was he was pretty good in the first half. Not great in the monsoon. Not. Uh, we get it. We all watched it. Tell you what. I t- let me ask you this. Let's. Uh, I don't. You don't have to throw a poll up. Who starts week one next year for the 49ers? Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, or none of the above? You know who I would take right now? You have to make the bet. You must. Who? Tom Brady. Would you really? If I had to bet right now, I would say Tom Brady. Boy. Think about it. Season ends. Okay. Garoppolo, first decision. It ends like you figured. First decision. Garoppolo or no? 
you don't want to marry him for three years at bigger money. He's got better offers. Hey, guys, thanks. Bye. Okay. It, so it just, it, it, so Garoppolo's out for, for those reasons. And now Trey Lance cannot be counted on to be ready. Okay. So rather than go the route we were just talking about where Trey Lance comes back and is he back from the injury? Is he not back from the injury? Do you have a good enough backup if he isn't? Or do you need to move off of him because he struggles? You know, this. Well, rather than do that, why don't you just go get Tom Brady and for a year and, and allow Trey Lance to be the backup? And work his way back to health and another year of development behind Tom Brady. And then you've got a Super Bowl-ready team with Tom freaking Brady coming home How much does he one have more left? time. How much does he have left? Like, in a way, it makes perfect sense. It does. Because you're not, how, at, that point, but, you're, at that point, you're putting Trey Lance on the back burner for Brady. You're not putting him on the back burner for Garoppolo again. You're not put. You're not putting him on the. You're not giving him the job. But you've got you know Marcus Mariota as the backup. You know what I right. mean? Like you just. You're just. He's. It's Brady. Like Trey, we're going to give you this year to develop again and make sure you're fully healthy. It is your team in 24. So, I see. I I think I'd rather have Rodgers. Because I think Rodgers has more in the tank right now, and I know he's a, he's he's you want to you want to you want to infect your locker room. Do you think? Yeah. See, I I wonder if I I that's a pretty strong locker room. I mean, Rodgers is a pretty strong personality in in his own way. Well, that's true. I mean, you got to envision true. What what are the veterans? Okay, we're bringing in Aaron Rodgers. I could see. Yeah. Okay. I got you. But but Brady might not. I just think Brady's just about done. Does does Brady, Brady bring less baggage than Rodgers? I think he does. Yes, a lot. Although, less. yes. Although he. Although Brady will. Well, both of them will bring. Both of them will be the story of the year in football if they come here. Don't you think? Yeah. Well, like, but Brady, Brady comes also the brings night. like I gotta have it my way. I want my guys. Well, the other thing is that's we have, true. We do have an issue with Shanahan coaching Brady. I think. I, I, but I think that would be both ways. Yeah, I think, I think there would be with Rodgers. Yeah, too. I think. Oh, oh, oh. No, I think. I think. No, those I think, are delicate yeah. relationships for Kyle Shanahan. Both of them. Yeah, but I also wonder. And Evan brings up a great point, which is Brady. Brady wants it kind of his way with his guys, but the but would Brady look at the 49ers situation with Kittle and Debo and and McCaffrey and think you know what there's enough talent for me to get the job done I, would I, think. I to me yeah. it was always you know in in New England for sure but even in Tampa like I don't think these guys are enough and it was you know I mean they had Evans and Godwin and I mean they had some good players right. but he wanted more he wanted a different type but I think the Niners may have the perfect balance of all of it to where Brady would be okay with it. I don't know that, but but everybody else talks about how great their weapons are. Why wouldn't Tom Brady think they've got elite weapons at every position possible? My question want to play with them. My question is this: you know, Jimmy Garoppolo gets heat for not being able to throw the deep ball downfield. Brady doesn't do it either. How, so it doesn't sound like would they have to change a lot? You know what I mean? They'd I mean, be a little, but I mean, yeah, I'm sure they're going to adjust, but basically be, they're still throwing intermediate passes yeah. and little screens and stuff. But the key would be if you can protect Brady enough and you can scheme some of the throws that are schemed for Garoppolo, Brady's not going to miss him. Right. 
No, that's he's not. The, like Brady's not going to miss him. And yeah, it it would be different. But the ones that are wide open, and we see them, like to me that like it was foolish to say, "Hey, Jimmy bleeped up that throw. He messed up that throw, Steiny." But Trey Lance would have hit it. Like to me, that was get out of here with that. But you could say that about Brady, right? Like that, like so. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the starter next year. That'd be great if he. I I think that'd be great if he was. Oh, see, I'd rather. You know, I would want Rodgers here for the circus. No, Rodgers, then Brady, then then Lance, then Garoppolo. Garoppolo coming back as a starter would be the least sexy. Let me tell you something. Yeah, the the one that I would not want above all would be Rodgers. He'd win you over. It'd be Rodgers. I think he'd win you over. It'd be Rodgers. I would rather I would rather see Trey Lance be the quarterback and them go six and eleven. I, I could see Rodgers coming in and just being a leader of this team. Oh God, stop it! What? Stop it! Hey, you know somebody in that locker room with a Super Bowl ring Ugh. that they look up to. He's godless. <laughs> yeah, where were you in two thousand ten? Is that when he won it? Yeah, I liked him then. <laughs> Who would you rather have, Rodgers or Brady? Oh, man. I'd rather have Brady for yeah. a one-off. Plus, Rodgers is going to be more expensive, I think, for longer term now because of his deal. They redid his deal. like that. Rodgers would probably be tougher to get because of the financial component. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo. Brady's just signed. Hey, Tom, come. come. What do you want? $20 million? $30? One year? He signed anybody for one year. I mean, I will say this. I mean, I, I do think Brady would look at this roster and say, "I like that roster." Well, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, you they're, think? And and but plus, coming home, ending his career as a San Francisco 49er and potentially winning a Super Bowl at, yeah. for the Niners, yeah. like that's a whole different. Yeah. I know he's won more than anybody. JD, I have no desire to go back to Philly. And work for WIP for one year. Yeah, I'll call it a career. You really think that matters to Brady? I think it might. <laughs> I think it might. And, I mean, some would say, and I don't, I don't know that this to be true, but some would say he came back this year to get the chance to do it next year because Tampa owned his rights. So if he came back at any point, Tampa could say, well, you're playing for us. Charles. On the uh, YouTube, no Brady, no Rodgers. Jimmy wins a Super Bowl as Jimmy. If not, then a healthy tray with Jacoby Brissett backing him up. That's possible. Bo in San Jose. Hey, Bo. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing well. (laughs) Nah. Ah, it's too bad. I really wanted to hear what Bo was going to say. No, I did. I did, too, because it said agrees with Steiny. Oh, that's good. So that's... Yeah, see, I don't. Please call back, yeah, Bo, because the, the, the text line, the Xfinity Mobile text line has not been as kind. Uh, to you? Yeah. Oh. To me, believe it or not. Uh, yeah, 49ers, Miami Dolphins this uh, this Sunday. Niners won four in a row. Quick update for you if you're just joining us. Uh, Debo Samuel not practicing today because of a quad. The good news is Christian McCaffrey did practice. He's had some knee irritation. So, in essence, it looks uh, looks pretty good for for Christian McCaffrey. We'll see about uh, we'll see about Debo Samuel, but should be a fun game 
the San Francisco 49ers Sunday. As far as the Warriors go, the Chicago Bulls uh, in town uh, on Friday, which is tomorrow against the Golden State Warriors. And then uh, they play a rare home back-to-back. Back-to-back. They play uh, the Bulls tomorrow and then the Rockets on Saturday. Interesting. You like those? Not really. <laughs> Why not? But I am I am grateful that for the first time in quite a while, I'll take the Friday-Saturday. You know why? Why? Because I can get back on the Niner beat and oh, be right. out of Levi's finally. Yeah. Rest right. of the year. And I got, I got every Niner game covered the rest of the way. So that... Hey, uh... That, I'm feeling good about that. You know, the, the Golden State Warriors, looking ahead a little, they play the Indiana Pacers on Monday. You were in Sacramento last night. You got a first-hand look at those Pacers. Yeah, they stink. How about this? Have you ever what, seen what? this before? They're 12 and 8. Oh, you know what? I was going to ask you about this. Have you, Rick Carlisle last night used all of his oh, yeah, timeouts in, before the end of the third quarter. He used all seven Coaching timeouts. Coaching the hell out of it. So, I'm like, well, what the happens? The rain man. What happens? Right. In the, in the fourth quarter with the mandatory timeout, right? There's one timeout charged to each team. And it's the same thing that would happen if you call a timeout. Technical foul? Is it, so, to get this. So, it gets down to under three minutes. And it, where the Pacers mandatory sure. would be, the Pacers are out of timeouts because Rick Carlisle burned them all. Keegan Murray of the Kings traveled to trigger the timeout. <laughs> so, Keegan Murray travels, Pacers ball triggers the timeout. Pacers don't have a timeout, but that timeout has to be charged to the Pacers. So it's a technical foul, which gave the Kings a shot, and it flipped possession back to the Kings. Lucky it wasn't a close game. So if they had, yeah, and I was thinking, well, God, if they had come back, and they actually started to come back, I think they cut it to like 12 or something, they ended up getting blown out. But Rick So Rick Carlisle yeah. Carla lost every timeout before the end of the third quarter. I've never seen that before. How much we got? You got about 60 seconds oh, here. Okay. Steve Kerr, of course, at 5 o'clock with yeah. Damon and Alan Styles in for Ray Ratto today. Ooh, nice. 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 Uh, yeah, so the uh, so they stink, the, the Pacers? I think so. They beat the Lakers the other night. Miles Turner. Oh, I forgot to say Jack. I forgot to, uh, I forgot to tell, uh, ask Willard about this. Willard, uh, guaranteed, Warriors go 3-0 and in this homestand. Guaranteed it. Lock it up. They're going to win all three yeah, games. I think they are, too. I think they are, too. Yeah. I think they are, too. I mean, tomorrow would be the only one. See, I was... I mean, Indiana beat them last year at Chase, believe it or not. And the Rockets almost I, did. I don't think... This is funny. I don't think either of the, any of these teams could beat the Warriors here at home. I think the Bulls huh? are... And all of a sudden... it's going to happen if tomorrow. If you think the Warriors are looking good at 11-11, and 11, what are they going to be at 14-11? and 11? They're going to be back, baby. And they're going to Utah. I'm going to win that one, probably. Ooh, it's a tough place to play at altitude. Not quite like the Mile High City. All right, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.